Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's, just kind of some things that I've watched, um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, what's up, party people? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again. This time, not in any white vans and not in the black Adidas. I'm sitting here comfortably. Um, So, welcome to another episode of Anime Talk. Um, If you guys have already checked out some of my other episodes, I appreciate all the feedback and all the love. Speaking of feedback, guys, I went ahead and created a social media account for the podcast. and You can actually reach me on Twitter at AnimeTalk12, so AnimeTalk12 on Twitter. Please go ahead, reach out to me, follow the channel. I got some new stuff I told you guys that I want to do in the month of November, something I think you guys might like. But go ahead, get on Twitter, find me. It's at AnimeTalk1212. Um on Twitter and uh, like I said give me a follow shoot me a message man tell me you know what you think about the show if you think that it's been good if you think that you know you disagree with some of my list let me know um, and I'll be more than happy to reach back out to you guys and just kind of start some social interaction that way so on with the show tonight's uh, topic is actually going to be in my top 10 team in anime um so in order for it to be a team the criteria that i went off of this week was it had to be more than like two or three people like it had to be like a full team so i think you got like teams that are maybe like four to five and things like that but bigger teams um but that was the criteria for tonight so again it's my top 10 teams in anime i had a lot of um fun kind of working through this if you heard my first episode then you know i've probably watched anywhere between like i'd say 60 to 65 at this point anime that i can keep um tabs on and keep track of in my head um so it doesn't sound like a lot, but realistically, like I said, when you think through some of the ep- some of the shows that I've watched as far as Bleach, 367 episodes, One Piece at 930-something, or yeah, 939 or something like that right now, a lot of these shows are long watches, so uh, I'm not beating on my chest, obviously. I think that some of the... I think some of, you know, some people watch a whole bunch of it and they're like, oh, you know, quality over quantity. I think I've watched some pretty good shows so far, but... Again, this is my list, just going off of my top 10 teams in anime. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into my list. So, starting off at number 10, it's a show that I'm pretty sure a lot of people have watched. Um, And if you haven't watched it, then I suggest that you go back in and watch it. And it's actually Black Lagoon. So, on this team, um, what we're looking at for Black Lagoon, they had Revy, which is one of my favorite female characters in uh, in all of anime, just the outfit, the attitude that she had, the pistols, the dual wielding. She's a murderous killer, cold blooded. Absolutely love Revy. Um, we had Rock, the soft guy, but he had the tough name. Dutch and Benny, um, all of those guys kind of 
made that team and that show go. So I thought that they were really cool um, dynamic. They had a full thing where, you know, Dutch was kind of the, the ringleader. Revy was more like the hired hand. Benny was a smart tech guy and Rock was kind of the face. So I almost kind of thought of it kind of like a similar to like an A team. So I thought that they were a really cool team. They all had different dynamics. Um, I, I'm still conflicted myself. I always thought that Rock and Revy had some kind of like romantic relationship or could have potentially had one or there was like some kind of like innuendo or something that was kind of um underlining but i mean i never really got to see it all come to fruition myself um they did have their moments but i thought that they had a really cool dynamic especially because the way that revy was she was so like i said cold uh blooded and cold-hearted i just never thought that she would kind of open up but there were definitely moments where she opened up and kind of talked to uh, rock about a lot of things and Dutch knew everything about her past so I thought that was always really really awesome and cool um, so number nine um, is actually Inuyasha so I went with Inuyasha obviously the, the the core squad that they went with was Inuyasha, Kagome, Moroku, Sango and Shippo everybody wants to forget about Shippo um, our favorite little transforming fox if you will um, I thought that he was actually really really cool he kind of added an interesting dynamic to the team but with this team Inuyasha Kagome, I've talked about them before. I'm pretty sure that you guys, if you've watched Inuyasha, that you know about this, you know about their relationship, you know about their strengths and things like that. Moroku and Sango, they worked out perfectly together as well, not only because it was a love interest, but also because uh, Moroku having that uh, the wind tunnel, which was a dope ability. I'm watching the second, the spinoff show of that right now. I know it's like the half-blooded, the half half demon princess i think or something like that uh but that show is actually actually really really cool i'm enjoying like the nostalgia feel of watching um inuyasha but under like a new guise as far as the the younger versions that look like their children and things like that i'm enjoying it i feel like they kind of did what boruto was to naruto but they did it in a better way as of right now there's only two episodes in so um i'm looking forward to that but I think that this team worked out together. There was love interest from both sides, both parties, um, as far as Inuyasha and Kagome, and then, of course, Moroku and Sango. And like I said, when you added in Shippo and his um, abilities and things like that where he could transform, I thought that that was really cool. He was really, really soft, really, really scared, but he worked out and fit into that team really well. Um, so number eight, I actually went with God of High School. So I went um, with God of High School. You have Jen, Darway, and Mira. Um, I think that their team is actually pretty cool. I know that, you know, I originally said that it was going to be like more than like a three to four um, man team. But this team of three, I think that they really, really work together as far as what I've seen in this first season. Which shout out to Crunchyroll for the Crunchyroll exclusive. I thought that they did a really good job of building the character development around these three characters. And with Jan, um, yeah, I don't think this show I've kind of highlighted. So quick synopsis about this show. There, there is a tournament that's kind of going on looking for the God of High School. It's a fighting tournament, which I, I love. But it's a tournament to basically find out these people who have um, spirits, I guess you could say, or they can tap into the, the godlike powers of these um, ancient spirits and things like that, and ancient warriors. And they're basically looking for them to combat this evil... Um, 
god i guess you could say or deity that is uh followed by that has an occultist following that's trying to resurrect it so basically they're trying to find the main the main uh well i guess the main protagonist well, I wouldn't even say he's the main protagonist, but the main guy that you kind of run into at the very beginning is looking for these people, these kids that can harness these abilities and then fight against this occultist following that's trying to revive this this demon or this this god, this great deity. So I think that with Jen and Dare and Mira, the way that they meet, um, I think it worked out perfectly. They have a cool vibe. They have a really cool just, um, you know, they, they get along. They they. They have really, really good chemistry. Jen is more of a martial artist. Dawei is as well. Mira is using um, a sword, so she's more like a kendo um, type individual. But they all work together. They all come together, and the way that they end up meeting is is dope. I think that the way that they fight together is dope. They all have their own abilities, which is all, always cool. So I absolutely love this team at number eight. So at number seven, I actually went with team seven, just made sense from Naruto. So when you're thinking about Naruto and that team, obviously you're thinking through Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, and Kakashi. I added Kakashi onto this one because yes, he was the, the leader. I mean, he was the, the, the Jonin over the team. Um, so it just made sense that since he was the kind of the senior or the, the senpai over the team, he had to come on to this one. Obviously, Everyone should know at this point about Naruto. I'm not going to really just dissect this one very far, but I thought that their team was actually a really cool fit, and it just fits for them to be at number seven for me, only because Naruto, Sasuke, we already know what their, what their chemistry and how they kind of interacted with each other was. Sakura was always the one kind of left out until she got a little bit older and stronger. And then Kakashi was one of, you know, the most BA, you know, characters, one of the most badass characters that um you know was in that whole show i mean kakashi was the copycat ninja it was always dope to see him using his shine gun he had the patch over his eye he had the white hair he just had the look of just that badass character and the simple fact that he can use the shine gun and copy anybody's hand signals or hand symbols in order for him to transmute the same jutsu um was obviously dope he was one of the most op characters that there was and don't forget the fact that he actually had his own original style as well with the earth style and the dog summoning so he was a really really dope um character that i thought that um kind of tied that whole team together because without kakashi we all know there'd be no team seven Number six um, was actually the Z Fighters. So when I considered the Z Fighters, this was Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Piccolo, Krillin, Yamcha, Chaozu, and Tien. That was the original ones that I'm kind of considering. Everybody knows that now at this point, everybody's pretty much a Z Fighter. Um, I really just called out these more so because these were the characters that you know we kind of grew up on i don't know i can't i guess i can't speak for everybody but this was one of the shows that i grew up on i remember getting off of you know the 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 bus and trying to hurry up and run home to get ready to watch dragon ball z just to be completely let down because at the end of that episode you always hear the same find out on the next episode of dragon ball z you know you heard that all the time so it was always a cliffhanger every single episode but they made the list here because obviously everyone knows that goku vegeta and goku vegeta gohan were always one of the, the they were all the op characters like 
uh, until they did the whole great Sandman with Gohan, which I'm not even going to get started on that because I don't understand how you take somebody who was going to be stronger than Goku and nerf him to where now he's pretty much on the same level as Yacht. Well, he's not on the same level as Yamcha, but I mean, he's pretty much on the same level as, level as like Piccolo now. You know, Krillin is is almost as strong as he is. I don't, I don't understand how they did that. But, but with this team, though, like I said, again, another thing of a really good team, chemistry, Goku, Vegeta, odds, you know, they were the, I guess they, they were the, you know, kind of opposing forces on their own team. Vegeta was a bad guy turned good. Goku is the good guy turned uber good because he's always looking out and trying to figure out the best thing to do and the, and in the best way that he can do it as far as making sure that nobody has to die, they don't have to die and just trying to be that like happy go lucky, like, yeah, we can do this guys type kind of guy. And then everybody else around him. And I want to just take a special moment to just call out the fact that I thought that Yamcha and Dragon Ball was absolutely dope. Wolfgang Fist to this day is still probably one of my favorite moves that I've ever seen in that show. But the one person who I will say was a complete waste of space over and over again. And this is not even, it's not even going to be a small rant. I'm just going to say this and I'm going to move on. But the one person who was a complete waste of time, space, and animation was Chaozu. Chaozu has no abilities whatsoever except for self-destruct. Dude couldn't do nothing. Tien was pretty bad too, but at least he had the little Dompon Ray and then the Tri-Beam tri attack. And he had Solar Flare, which is what he taught Krillin. That's how Krillin, you know, kind of did it. But outside of that, Chaozu was useless. He was always flying around trying to be cool and riding on Tien's back. But the only thing he could do is just go over, attach himself to somebody's back or something like that, and then blow up. Like, that. that's not really... I don't know. And then he would, and then everybody would like try to rush to kind of bring him back. And I'm like, why? So he can do the exact same thing again. Like once he got past the whole Nappa situation, like he was literally useless. There was nothing, nothing else that he could do. He couldn't even do anything in that fight. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's not a hate for Chao Tzu. It's just a hate for Chao Tzu. <laughs> but, um, so to wrap, so to wrap up my, the back five right now. So we have at number 10 was Black Lagoon. Number nine was Inuyasha. Number eight was Team Seven from Naruto. Oh, I'm sorry, the opposite way. Number eight was God of High School. Number seven was Team Seven from Naruto. And in number six were the Z Fighters. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And once I get back, we'll get into my top five. And then uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. All right, guys. I'll be right back. All right, and we're back, guys. Um, so I guess picking back up where we just left off. So number five for me was Cowboy Bebop. So you guys, if you've heard in my previous episodes, I know that I'm sitting here and I'm jock riding this anime. I know that I've continued to say that it's probably one of my favorite. It's definitely one of my favorite animes. But um, this show right here, like with this squad, like Spike and Jet, Faye, Ayn, and Ed. Dude, this this team was absolutely fantastic. I love the way that they painted them all in. I love the way that they introduced each other to, or everyone to one another. I absolutely love the way that the whole bebop actually was run um with jet kind of being the the mastermind and kind of sitting back and Faye and and spike kind of doing their own thing while they're out there trying to hunt bounties and i love corgis don't have one i want one and i'm probably gonna get one but i don't have one yet but when i do 
best believe his name will be Ayn. Um, but and then having Ed, so you know the computer tech guru. So it was just great to just kind of see this whole team come together, um, see them all kind of get to know each other, become affiliated with each other, and at the end of the day, still do their own thing and be independent while at the same time being a part of a team. Um, I guess you could say for the greater good. I don't know if you really could say that because they were bounty hunters and half the time they really didn't even get a bounty. I don't even understand how they ate half the time because I feel like every episode they were trying to find a bounty that somehow didn't work out. But um, but I say all that to say at the end of the day when Faye needed Spike the most, he was there um, to go help her out. And when she you know betrayed the team, he still they still took her back every single time did maintenance on her ship and things like that. Nobody really liked Ayn, but, I mean, except for Ed and Ayn kind of got together. Ed was always weird, but they brought everybody on to the ship, even though they didn't have a whole bunch. They kind of became a family, so I think that that's why um, they made it into this list and why they made it at number five. I like the I like that, that, that vibe through, um, that vibe throughout the whole team. Uh, at number four, I actually chose the seven deadly sins. So I actually chose the sins themselves from that anime. So that is Meliodas, uh, Bond, Merlin, Escanor, King, Deanne, and Gother. So with them, um, again, a family mentality. I don't think that I've really touched much on the seven deadly sins which the seven deadly sins to me is again it's another one of those shows that i absolutely um love i think that it was great i love the animation style for this show meliodas being the captain um and basically the sins becoming being one of the elite forces in britannia and um you know their their greater evils whether it be the ten commandments or um, just so many different enemies that they really got into it with, but with them being the strongest ones, all having a sin that they all kind of unite or coincide with, like pride and wrath. And um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think, Gother was this, was he Goat? Sloth? They had a lot of different sins and things like that that kind of that kind of worked out for them, um, and that were that were really really cool where they had like the different abilities and things that represent their sin. And I think that the show really worked out with Meliodas being the captain, Escanor being the strongest one. Absolutely love Escanor. He is hands down one of my favorite kind of OP characters, I guess you could say. You guys may end up hearing a little bit about that in the future. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> hearing some of my love for Escanor, but. I just thought that their team was a really, really good team. They were kind of outcast in the first place, kind of brought on with Meliodas, respected Meliodas as their captain, and kind of went forth and became more and more like a family. So I had to give them a shout-out at this point, the Seven Deadly Sins at number four. Um, so number three, another show that you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about, but it's, uh, it's actually Yu Yu Hakusho. So Yu Yu Hakusho, I went with the original team. And when I say the original team, we're talking about team Yusuke, um, or team Urameshi and team Urameshi actually, um, coincides or, um, ended up involving, uh, Yusuke Urameshi, Kuwabara, Kurama, 
Hiei, and Genkai. So I actually thought that their team was pretty cool and pretty well thought out um, because of the fact that even though Genkai was the oldest on the team, I still included her because when it went into the tournament, she was a very crucial part to the tournament and in Yusuke's development in the first place. So that's why I ended up actually going with her and including her on that team. Um, the way that the dynamics of this team kind of were set up, it was another family type thing. And all of these, I feel like, were kind of families because everybody was, you know, had to depend on each other. So when you're thinking about, you know, Yusuke and Kuwabara being, you know, friends and fighting with each other, but at the same time still being friends uh, to the point where, you know, they kind of missed each other and Kuwabara cried because he had lost one of his favorite, you know, um, his favorite, I guess, bullies that used to pick on him like all the time and beat him up. Um, then you look at Karama and Hiei both being demons and kind of being outed by their own kind and kind of finding Yusuke and connecting with him. I thought that was cool. So I think that that's why they kind of get that love. And it could be, again, that I'm, I'm a little biased because that's one of my favorite shows. But I just thought that it was a really cool dynamic. And that team was actually really, really strong. Um, they picked up, I think, a lot of people's weaknesses long distance, short distance attacks, or short range attacks, and things like that. They kind of balanced out, uh, balanced each other out really, really good. And they had it, they had it to where they kind of met early on in the show. So you had the rest of the show to kind of enjoy and like the fact. Um, and enjoy the fact of seeing them grow together and progress together. So I thought that was pretty cool. Number two was another small team. And I, I snuck a couple of these in here. But number two, I actually went with Samurai Champlo. So I went uh, with Mugen, Jan, and Fu. So I really loved uh, I really love this 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 show, and I know at this point, like a lot of people, are like dude, like you keep saying all the shows that you love. I know I owe you guys an episode of probably like my top five because I can rant probably about my top five. After my top five, it gets a little hazy because I don't know really where to go. I may do a top ten, but um, let me know. Actually, yeah, let me know if you think I should do a top five or a top ten for my favorite anime. Let me know. And again, that you can reach out to me at Anime Talk Twelve. That's Anime Talk One Two on Twitter. Um, feel free again to follow and reach back out to me. Shoot me a message and let me know what you think about that. Um, but number two, uh, like I said, I went with Samurai Champlo with Mugen and Jin and Fu, and I thought that theirs was another really cool dynamic. First of all, I love this anime. I love this show. Um, I don't think I've kind of done a brief review on this one, but real quick, it's basically about Fu who's looking for a, a samurai that smells of sunflowers, I think it was, and she comes across Jin and Mugen. They're kind of samurai at odds in the first place, but they decide that they basically say that, you know, if they team up with her, she's basically like, hey, if y'all team up with me, then, you know, I'll take care of you guys. I'll pay you guys, or you know, and all I need you to do is help escort me to find this samurai that smells like sunflowers. And through them kind of going through their journey, they start to kind of get to know each other, come to kind of like each other a little bit more. But it's just kind of like the way that they did it. It was really cool. All the fights that they got into, the music was fantastic in the anime. Um, the animation and art style was breathtaking. Absolutely loved it. And just the way that each one of them had their own personalities and their team chemistry, the way that it all kind of came together, it worked, again, very, very good. I thought that they... 
they kind of grew together. You saw them get to know each other in the very beginning and kind of sprout, you know, and kind of kind of blossom as the show kind of went on. Um, and they had a lot of funny kind of filler episodes that were kind of cool. Well, they weren't they were filler, but they were still canon, which was pretty cool. Like the little they had like a dumpling eating contest or or it was like was it i don't know it's like some kind of eating contest and things like that it's been a while since i've watched the show but i know it was some kind of eating contest that was in there that was pretty cool um they had the one episode where they ended up going into like the hills and everything and ended up getting messed up on drugs if i'm not mistaken like some plants or something like that mushrooms something i remember them going out into the wilderness and kind of doing something like that when they went to a, a different tribe so it's a lot of it's a lot of cool and I hope I'm not confusing that with another show. I don't think I am. But it's a, it was a lot of cool growth that happened for them as a team. So I really liked them. Uh, before I get to number one, there was a lot of different ones. Some of the other honorable teams that I was going to bring on here, but I didn't know really where to fit them, was the Gundam Wing team. So that was Hero, Duo, Catra, Troa, and um, I always forget how to say his name. I think it's like... Um, I don't know. He had Shen, he had Shen Long. Um, he had one of the 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 one with like the the um, the sh- uh, I can't remember his name. I know I know his name and I have it right here. I just can't. It's W U F A I. Um, I just can't remember how to say it right now. But <laughs> I remember that uh, with all of them, Wu Fei. That's it. There you go, Wu Fei. So uh, they were on the list. I love Gundam Wing. I thought that they were a pretty cool team. Just didn't know where to put them. Hunter X Hunter with Killua, Gone, Leotis, Karapika, um, Bleach with Ichigo, Odahime, Chad, Udiu, Rukia, the Black Bulls from um, the show. Black Clover, don't know why I had a brain fart on that one. With Yami, Ghosh, uh, Nero, Asta, Noel, Henry, Gordon, Chami, uh, the teleport guy, the fireball guy, lightning guy, like all these people that, you know, they had on that team, which that one was kind of difficult to think through just because they had so many people. Uh, Fire Force, Team 8, um, that's, that's completely is centered around the main character, Shoya. Um, the Rising of the Shield Hero with Raptilia and Afumi. Um, the Overlord, which is another show that I'll get into at some point, with Ainzul Gown and the Floor Guardians, which I thought they were just kind of too OP for this list. And, um, you know, those were kind of some of the other shows that I was kind of thinking through. I even went through with the Gamaka Kill, um, but then I kind of nixed that one only because, like, that, that show still messes me up, man. Like, you killed, you don't kill all that, those, the, the main characters, like the protagonists off that early and in such gruesome ways. So, I, that has a, a sore spot for me, but honorable mention to Gamaka Kill. Um, but, Number one, I decided to actually go with One Piece. So I went with One Piece and Luffy's crew in particular. So you have Luffy, Nami, Brooke, Frankie, Zoro, Sanji, Nico Robin, Jimbei, and Chopper, the good doctor. Um, and I like the fact that with all of these characters, again, they're a family. Luffy is a great captain, great leader. Um, Nami being the 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 navigator, and she's got like the the thunder the thunder tempo or the little tempo rod that she has now, where she can control weather. Um, then of course you have Brooke, the Soul King. Absolutely love Brooke's character. He's a rock 
rock and roll, I guess you could say, yeah, rock and roll, um, skeletons, so that's pretty dope, Frankie is the shipwright, so he's the mechanic, who's also tinkered with himself, the cyborg, Zoro, the, one of the best swordsmen in the land, Sanji, one of the best, well, he is probably the best cook, I mean, I look at his food sometimes, and I can just taste it, it looks good, it looks yummy, um, Nico being the archaeologist, she's kind of going through and she's looking at some of the uh, some of the tablets and things like that that were left behind. And she's trying to kind of understand everything that's going on with history. Jim Bay, which he is technically a part of the crew, but at this point we haven't seen him in a while. I'm watching the anime. So if you've read the manga, then you probably know where he is. But I know on the show as of right now, he he accepted a part on the team, but then he ended up um, fighting Big Mom and um, giving space and giving time to Luffy to get away in the in the fight between him and Big Mom, uh, Big Mom and um, Chopper, the good doctor. I think he's got like an eighty, maybe like a hundred, a hundred berry bounty right now. So he's just a doctor, you know, really really nice. He has the little modes and things like that he can transform into shout out to him being able to control his berserk mode now it's pretty dope his big mode um but they all come together on a really really good ship really good team the 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 crew just like i said they mesh they are a family and to me i just felt like they were number one only because they had such a big team but they were still so tight i thought that that was pretty cool so um Starting from the top to bottom, I guess, number one was One Piece, number two, Samurai Shamplo, number three, Yu Hawk Show, number four, Seven Daily Sins, number five, Cowboy Bebop, number six, Z Fighters, number seven was Team Seven from Naruto, number eight was God of High School, number nine was Inuyasha, and number ten was Black Lagoon. So, how did you enjoy the episode? Did you do you agree with my list? Do you not agree with my list? Let me know. Again, reach out to me on Twitter at anime talk one two uh, anime talk twelve. Look at the picture that's on the Spotify or wherever you're listening. Um, and shout out to everybody that's listening on Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything like that. Anchor. Um, shout out to all you all. Look at that picture. It looks like a picture of the Yu Yu Hakusho characters dressed up like the Power, uh, like the Power Rangers. If you see that picture when you go to um, on Twitter and you look at at Anime Talk Twelve, then that's definitely me. Shoot me a, a message. Uh, hit hit a follow i love to hear from you guys i appreciate everything all the love and support that you guys have given me up to this point um, i'm looking at doing some some projects in the future with another buddy i'm on um nerd stillery my buddy james who's who's a, a big retro gamer just a gamer in general so you guys will probably hear or see a couple more people um, on the podcast and like I said, keep um, keep subscribed and followed on all of those platforms so you can be aware of all the new stuff. I'll be dropping a couple of hints towards what's going on in November on Twitter. So if you want to stay in the know, that's the best way to reach me. Until the next time that we talk to you guys, I hope that you have a great one. I look forward to talking to you again. This is Matt St. Jack. Peace.